Hello everybody, welcome to the show. I am your host, Darren James. Today's episode is recorded on the 8th of June. I hope everyone's doing well, I hope you all have a good day, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Now, even though today's episode right now is being recorded in the afternoon, it's just gone 3 o'clock, I woke up this morning to some really good news. And this is in terms of movie news, that is. Not anything really like exciting in real life, but nonetheless, still exciting. And that is um, a sequel to the 2019 Joker movie is moving forward, which is really exciting. I cannot wait to talk about this. So on Tuesday, there was a photo posted on um, Instagram by the director Todd Phillips. He showed a picture of the cover of the script for the Joker sequel, which was written by himself and his partner, writing partner, I guess, Scott Silver. Well, yeah, so he's collaborator on the first film. And uh, the title was called Joker Follick the Axe. I'm not too sure if I pronounced that right. I probably didn't, but nonetheless, that's the working title. That's not the official title, but it's a working title. He also shared a, uh, a shot of Walking Felix, Walking Felix, rather, reading the screenplay. Walking Felix was the actor who played um, the Joker in the first movie back in 2019. And in my opinion, he was absolutely amazing. That movie is quite controversial because how violent it was, but to me, the actor who played the Joker was just amazing and I couldn't get enough of him. Just phenomenal stuff. I've never felt the way since never felt that way about an actor playing the Joker since Heath Ledger's 2008, I want to say. Yeah, 2008, Dark Knight performance. But, nonetheless, in my opinion, he did a fantastic job as the um, Joker. So, a spokesperson for Warner Bros. did not immediately respond to a request for comment on his Instagram post, uh, Todd Phillips' Instagram post, that is. However, the original Joker was interesting because you had the villain, the Joker, on his own. You don't have no Batman, you just had the Joker. And a lot of eyebrows were kind of raised to the idea of a standalone Joker movie for a lot of reasons. Like, number one, do we really need an origin story for the Joker? Because what people like about him is that we don't actually know his true origin story. We don't really know where he comes from. We don't really know how he got into his life of crime, in a sense. We just know this guy is a homicidal maniac who enjoys chaos. And he will do nothing, well, he will stop at nothing but to create chaos. And there's also the fact that there was no Batman in this movie either. Like, hmm, how are you going to do a Joker movie without a Batman movie? So that was some questions right there. But they made it work. Uh, Warner Brothers, Todd Phillips, whoever, you know, everybody involved made it work. And what uh, what I like about the story is that they turned the, the, the Joker into more of like an anti-hero character. Which which you get, you get to study him. Instead, how you go from being a normal human being, a regular guy, regular person, who has the same mental health struggles as you and I, listening to this, might have. But yet people seem to want to um, brand him as a freak, like an outcast. And they treat him horribly. And they just like 
resent him. They reject him from society, from society rather. And you know he, that kind of turns him from a com- struggling comedian, a part-time clown performer, to a homicidal maniac who delivers all kinds of crazy violence um, in the Joker movie. The setting was really cool, it was dark, it was moody. Um, it avoids usually the usual action type beats from a superhero movie. And what was impressive as well, I might add, like Todd Phillips, the director, he was mostly known for comedies, like the Hanover Trilogy, um, Road Trip, Old School, um, Due Date, you know, many good films, I might add. Nothing against those films. Great films. Well, Hannibal 1 was great anyway. Part 1. Um, <laughs> and Walking Phoenix had never actually done a superhero movie before. He was mostly known as, for doing, like, serious roles, in a sense. Like, the type of roles that land him an Oscar nomination or a win. So you got two people coming into this who have never done anything in the superhero world before. Uh, even though Walking Phoenix was actually in line for the role of the um, of Doctor Strange originally before Benedict Cumberbatch went on to get the role, however, I always thought, hmm, okay, I never really seen anything to do with Walking Phoenix before, so I'm going to check out his Joker movie and see what happens. And blown away, fantastic movie. Uh, you know, I can't like it went made over one billion dollars. For one, that's terrific right there. Earned 12 Oscar nominations, like Best Picture, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay. And then Walking Phoenix won an Oscar for playing the Joker. Um, the only person to have previously was Hugh Jack- no, I was gonna say Hugh Jackman, Heath Ledger. So there's a lot of great stuff to do with this movie. Um, a lot of people were sort of making theories as to whether or not there could be a sequel to this movie. Because the movie didn't leave... Well, I'm not going to spoil anything, in case you haven't seen the movie. Like It's been a couple of years old, so it's not really a big deal if I do spoil it, but... The j- movie sort of plays a part, like... Is it in his head? Is it real? What's real, what's not? And if this if whole sequences in the film are just in the Joker's mind, that makes sense. Which was a pretty fun idea to play around with. And Walking Phoenix was not, not, not known for doing sequels. He likes to be a one done sort of guy, which I respect. You want to be kept in doing the same thing over and over, where it gets to the point where it's boring and it's not really longer fun or creative. Yeah, 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 and you're just doing it for the paycheck or whatever it may be. Um, however, Apparently, according to this article, there were meetings back in like 2019 about, well, after 2019, about a possible sequel. However, there was the Matt Reeves Batman movie, which then had to go through a shutdown period because of the pandemic. Um, So, I think a lot of things got in the way of business, you know, with the pandemic and whatnot. So, I sort of put... um, Things on hold for a while. Like, okay, we're going to let this Batman movie come out first. And then we'll see how well that does. And then maybe see how we can come up with an idea for a Joker movie. Another Joker movie, that is. Like, there's no details that's being made about the new movie. 
you know, even I trust both Todd Phillips and Rocky Phoenix because both men were sort of hesitant to do the sequel unless they could do it in a way where they're leaving them both satisfied and they both can have the creative freedom as they did it in the first movie. And even now, what I like about this, like what I liked originally about the Joker movie was that this is in their own little universe. This doesn't connect with anything in the DCEU, DC Extended Universe, where you have Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, the Justice League, and whatnot. This is his own little thing. It, Batman does not exist in the Joker universe as of yet. Bruce Wayne exists, but he's a young child. So he's not yet become the Batman, or a Batman, I guess you could say. So I'm interested in seeing what they could do next with this movie. Um, what ideas they might have, and what kind of crazy ideas they could come up with at the same time. Like I said, I love the first movie. I'm never going to apologise for loving the first movie. I remember seeing it in college, uh, well, actually, I saw it once, and then I got to see it in college, which was actually great. Like, it's for like a, it was for like a project, you know, understanding characters and writing, understanding characters' motivations and whatnot, because I was doing like a film study sort of course. And that was great for me, like, yeah, okay, I don't care, I'll see this movie again. Happy days, I don't, I don't mind. Everyone else is going into it blind, because they haven't seen it, like, Oh, you're going to enjoy this. Like, you might not enjoy it. I don't know. But like, like hell yes. I've got to see this movie again. <laughs> I'm interested in seeing what else they could do. Like, I'd like to see more of this sort of thing. Where like DC does his own universe of movies that are just a one-off. In a sense. Or maybe, not one-off. But maybe just like, they don't try to connect it to anything existing in the other universe. Or... The main universe they're playing in. Uh, they just do their own thing. If they do a sequel, they do a sequel. Great. But they don't try and force it in. There's other universes. We've got Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. You know, all that kind of stuff. They let it, They let this movie play in its own sandbox. Which I quite like. Because it gives the director freedom. And gets the actor a bit of freedom as well. To let them do what they want to do. And it was made for like a low budget as well, I believe. I can't remember how much it cost, but I think it was pretty low budget. And so they didn't really have much to lose, in a sense, of the, um, if the movie didn't make well. But the fact that they did, and it made bank, says that this is a lot of eyes for this project. And me personally as well, there's a lot of people out there clamoring for a sequel. What ideas can we go next? How far can we take this? And what happens next to um, Arthur Fleck, as the, who is the um, Joker character? And that's another thing as well. The real name of Joker. We don't know that's his real name. That's just something made up for the movie. There's no true origin story for the Joker. There's no true name. There's no true background. We know nothing about the character, so he's still a mystery. And... They got a couple of comic books they probably take inspiration from, like The Killing Joke, with the storyline of the Joker being a failed comedian, which is what they did in this uh, Joker movie, the first one. Sure, they borrowed some things from the comics, but overall, it's not a true, in-depth origin story of the Joker. So he still is a mystery to us. So really, we're not really losing anything about the Joker. We're just... It's just making his own little canon, if you will. His own little universe of existing canon. 
everything else is everything else, you know what I mean? That's his own separate thing, and the movie is a separate thing. So we've got nothing to worry about. There's, there's no breaking canon. There's no um, worrying about continuity or anything like that. There's no worries about getting this actor in to play this role or getting this hero in to, for this role. You know what I mean. Um, again, I'm so excited. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm just talking on for the sake of it. <laughs> um, but overall, I am really excited for this movie. I'm excited. They had a great cast as well for the Joker movie. Like Walking Phoenix, um, Sassy Beats, I believe. Robert De Niro. He only had a small role, but he was still in the movie. So a great cast for a movie like this. Overall, it was Walking Phoenix's movie, without a doubt. That guy was a scene stealer in every single movie. Uh, every single scene, rather, he was in. So that being said, thank you all for listening to my episode. Hope you guys have a great time listening to this. Until next time, take care, stay safe, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.